Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another wonderful evening of Jaybird watching. It is a Blue Jays off day, but here we do not apparently get any breaks because we're slave drivers like that. So anyways, we're here and we have a very special guest. But first, got to introduce my normal friends and colleagues here. Adam Corsair and Brendan Panikar. How's it going, fellas? You having a nice week so far? Yo, Blue Jays Mafia. That's all I got to say. Yeah, Blue Jays Mafia. Buffalo Blue Jays. Where are the tables? (laughs) I, yeah, where are the tables? And I can see you're ready with your your you know giant Bills Afghan or whatever the heck you got going on behind you, Mr. Oh Corsair. no, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's just a fleece blanket. <laughs> all right, I said to make it funny and say Afghan. No, so anyway, right. as you all could probably see, we have a certain gentleman that is labeled with Bobby down here in the uh, <laughs> the uh, wonderful stuff. Bobby K, how are you? Welcome back to the show, man. It's good to have you. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, Blue Jays fans. What's up? So, Bobby, for everybody out there that might not know you on Twitter, which if they aren't following Blue Jays Twitter, obviously they're not paying too much attention. But <laughs> enlighten everybody to your relation to the Blue Jays Nation and the Blue Jays family. All right. So, Anthony K is my brother, the newest member of the Blue Jays pitching staff this year. Uh, <laughs> and basically, we're one with Canada now. You guys adopted us into your family. So, here That's we right. are. <laughs> Come it's on all over. well. And, uh, yeah, once in a, eventually we're going to all have a beer together and we're going to have good times and uh, it's going to be that much fun. But until then, we are very much enjoying the fact that your brother is joining the what is turning out to be a very good pitching staff. And gentlemen, I would say by starting this off with uh, where the team's at right now, do you see Anthony K coming into this rotation in the very near future? Because he's been putting on a hell of a show. Um, I, I hope so, but it, it kind of, if I'm being pragmatic about it, it kind of has to, um, it hinges on Thornton's availability. If Thornton's able to come in, I'm not necessarily sure, but, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, Bobby, I'm being legit when I say that. Um, I would like to see him more than he's pitched. I'm surprised we haven't, 
Um, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into the woods of last night's loss, but uh, I'll just leave I'll it at that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get there. The if For everybody that hasn't noticed yet, the name of the show that's this evening on the Twitter is What Happened to Fundamentals. Mm. <laughs> so I have a strange feeling yeah. I'm to get into last night's game. <laughs> Brendan, have you, you know you've seen it. Kay has been very, very good. And as far as lefties goes, he's probably been one of the better ones. What's your opinion so far before we obviously get the brotherly love situation here? (laughs) He should have been pitching in Shun Yamaguchi's role a lot quicker in the 10th inning. Like after the first time he blew it, put him out there because every single time Anthony comes in, he's just painting the corner going inside with the fastball. And you just check out his stat cast page or his baseball savant page and some of those numbers are just eye-popping in terms of where he's ranking. A lot that are in the red, and red is good uh, in this case instead of in the blue. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of when you get into the rotation, um, I mean, if it were up to me, I'd be putting Tanner Roark back into the bullpen, what he did with the Nationals, as soon as the Nationals got five better starters than Tanner Roark. There's a lot of potential here, and I think the greatest thing is that we're finally seeing the pitching side of things uh, come to fruition. Because last year we saw the offense. When everybody came up, we saw Vlad in spurts. We saw Bo in spurts and Cabin uh, and other guys uh, and D- Danny Jansen in spurts. But now we're seeing the pitching. Uh, and you can really see if this only is a 60-game season for just pure development, they're on the right track right now because you can slowly see it all coming together. Mm-hmm. So now if we're talking offense coming together and all this other stuff is going right, where does this ball club go from here, boys? We got the Tampa Bay Rays, unfortunately, coming wow. to town this week <laughs> and our weekend. I mean, and I, it, the, unfortunately, as much as I don't want to say it, the Tampa Bay Rays are starting to look like the team we thought they would be. Yep. And right now, is that a good thing when we're thinking we might be just finally figuring some of these things out and hopefully getting back to some of the fundamentals? What do you think, Adam? Uh I mean, it's it's better than it was when the season started. That's for there sure. Um, but <laughs> who's on the mound tomorrow? Is it is a shoemaker? I think it's a Roark tomorrow. Is it Roark? All right. Yeah, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence. But uh, I I think that <laughs> against Tampa, you kind of just got to keep your fingers crossed, right? They they are a dangerous ball club, and I and I think, you know, they're coming as advertised. But if if, if you want to extrapolate any sort of positives, maybe they can ride this momentum. With the uh, with the offense that they they produced this past game and you know sort of in the game before, um, especially in their new home in Buffalo, maybe the the visitors dug out or the conditions for the Rays. Maybe it's not up to their liking. Even though, you know, Tampa itself is you know that field's kind of garbage too. So maybe maybe it's just sort of a <laughs> lateral move for them. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I I do think that it's not it's it's better than it would be. And I do think if, if you're going to face the Rays, it's definitely coming off an 11-run game to build confidence off. So, yeah, I mean, if they take one, I'll be really happy. If they take two, I'll be thrilled. There you go. So, Bobby, as a Yankee fan, <laughs> you know the Tampa Bay Rays a little too well. And now you get to know them twice with yes, both sir. your favorite teams. Um are you fearing that this team is all of a sudden going to start running up and um, the Blue Jays might have their hands full going this weekend, or is this going to be something that they actually will be able to rise above and beat Adam's prediction of only one win? <laughs> <laughs> so as, as you guys know, uh, last year, Anthony made his major league debut against uh, the Rays mm. when he tied the franchise record for, uh, you know, eight strikeouts in the game. So yep. let's put that into consideration when you guys talked about maybe shift through the 10th the other day. 
But what happens if Roark now goes three innings one time around the lineup, and then Anthony goes four or five innings? Maybe maybe it's all being taken into consideration. Mm. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's that was the game plan, and they were going to stick to it. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the Rays, they're a great team ball club. You know, they don't scare me as much as if they were playing the Yankees, but with that lineup. But I, I don't see why they can't take two. I mean, you know, it's a, it's anybody's ball game this year. Like you said, the Marlins are like in first place. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a double A team. Yeah. So, yeah. I think see the best thing that they have going on is nobody has scouting reports on. Sh- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> it's like watching uh, who's on first or something for the first yes. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Brendan, preview me the Tampa Bay Rays and from your perspective, sir. Yeah, I'll I'll be happy with one for sure. I mean, I think it's <laughs> Come kind on, of comforting. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to be the jerk that's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see more from Tanner Roark. I mean, if he doesn't go out there and walk five guys in the first inning and a third like he did against the Red Sox last week, then maybe he can pitch more like the guy who pitched well against the Nationals. And it's Blue Jays' debut. And I was actually pretty impressed with Chase Anderson. I know he only went three, but he did look pretty good against the Red Sox mm. last Saturday. So, I yeah, knowing that Shoemaker's going on Sunday and the fact that Shoemaker in his first game back uh, after tearing the ACL just breezed through the Rays lineup, I think Sunday might be the most winnable one. I just checked. They haven't announced any of the starters for the Rays. But, yeah. I'm going to say one, but I can see the potential for two if um, Roark A doesn't go out there and walk the entire Red Sox or the Rays lineup uh, this time. And who knows? Maybe Chase Anderson this time goes four and Bobby comes, I mean, uh, Anthony comes in for a little what? while. <laughs> yeah, there. Bobby, you got to get to Buffalo. <laughs> so, no. all I'm hearing is that you're not expecting a lot from Chase Anderson or Tanner Roark in their first well, two, their next two starts here. And then you're hoping to get Nor- Matt Schumacher back to normal come Sunday. Yeah, Anderson's probably still building up his pitch count. That's the only reason he went three last week. So uh, maybe he can go four or five and be efficient. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really anticipate Roark going more than four or five. After he goes around the lineup once, then it gets kind of dicey with Tanner Roark. Yeah. So it's almost like, well, who was it we always used to – oh, it was uh, Tom Pannone that we were saying. It's good for a one time, yeah. but not, never yeah. again on another. <laughs> yeah, Sorry to Ro- give your diss to Rhode Island. Adam. That's Rhode <laughs> Island's Thomas Pannone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so That's my son you're talking about. <laughs> oh, is that how it is? <laughs> no. Is it because there's only like five people in Rhode Island? Is that why you're saying that? <laughs> there's six. Six. <laughs> oh, perfect. So, but – as far as offense goes, do you think this trend of what we saw going up in the first game from being home finally to what more or less was an explosion yesterday, regardless of the home runs, guys, everybody was making solid contact. And I think Danny Jansen, Guriel, obviously Boba Shett is hitting the ball hard. Vladdy hit a ball off the end of his bat for a home run. I wasn't That was one of the most impressive home runs to me in the whole game. The thing was like this close to the end of his bat. <laughs> you know, I just don't know how he muscles that thing 417 feet, but maybe it's just because I'm a weakling and I can hit a barely a softball over the fence. <laughs> so, um, I think the offense is going to continue. Bobby, do you think this is something that they can carry through the Rays series to really support what they're probably expecting to be an average start from Roark and um, Chase Anderson? If they get three, four innings 
or three, four runs like for those two guys? Do you think they're in this ball game with the way the offense has looked the last two games? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say no. There's been no clutch hitting recently. Uh, I get the home runs. I mean, like you guys said, it's a home run friendly ballpark. You know, five balls are going out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at this field, it's possible. You know, you <laughs> put up gaps. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. As a long term uh, continuation. Uh, I don't know. We got to start getting some clutch hits. Uh, what were they yesterday? I, I, I saw it. I feel like one for whatever. So more, some now. more clutch singles, you know, with runners in scoring position. Uh, do things to manufacture runs because uh, the home runs aren't always going to be there, you know. And uh, the Rays have better pitching than uh, the Marlins threw at us yesterday. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. <laughs> so you must be really a new Blue Jay fan if you haven't learned that all we do is swing for the fences. Yeah, I, love just it, saying. I love it. I love it. All or nothing. Definitely. So, uh, Brendan, it's your turn to take over from here. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I agree. I think it was one for 11 that they were with, uh, outside of the home run yesterday. They have not hit at all when running right with a one for 11. I just pulled the box. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, that's another thing that led me to turning off the damn game yesterday because they get <laughs> guys on base and just hit, like, hit the entire season, but they haven't hit with runners and it's getting kind of insane. Um, yeah, I need to see that because you're not going to be hitting what was it six two run homers very often, uh, <laughs> five two run homers very often, probably maybe never again, maybe in a few years. Who knows? Like like. Yeah, you got to start hitting with runners in support position. I don't remember. It hasn't happened this year, and it didn't happen very often last year. I just don't remember the last time they just put an inning together where they had went single after double, double, single, maybe throw in a triple, and just keep on getting hits off of the starter or the pitcher on the mound at the time. That has been missing for quite a while, and that would be more welcome than all those home runs, uh, to be completely honest. Because the home runs will be there eventually. But you got to uh, string together those uh, singles and doubles very consistently, which they're not doing. So as one size, the runners in scoring position thing was last night. As I, you mentioned, one for 11 with runners in scoring position yesterday. They were four for seven in the first game of the series. So it was a little bit better. But still, guys, you know, the general narrative is that they can't hit with somebody on scoring in scoring position. Mm-hmm. Adam? Yeah, but that's again, this has been a Blue Jays narrative for years, even in 2015. That was kind of a thing. Um, yeah, Josh this, Donaldson was the only clutch hitter we had for a while. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, home run or, or bust. And right now I'm looking at yesterday's, uh, you know, the, the final line here. It looks like the only person uh, in the lineup on offense that had an extra base hit that wasn't a home run, obviously, was Rowdy with two doubles. Um <laughs> that wouldn't be the person I would expect to do that, but here we are. Uh, yeah, they need they need to to put the ball um, in the field. They need to, to hit more just to get into position. Um, I, Bobby, like you said, I love the home runs. I really do, but uh, I I need to see more. I don't know more more just hitting for contact rather than hitting for launch. Really, even though it's fun, it is fun. It's very fun. Yeah. But one thing way or the other, guys, uh, regardless of the fact that some of us turned the game off, some of us came back and forth, the game ended up being fun to watch, regardless of how abysmal it started off. (laughs) So I think that's going to be the big narrative to this season is these guys are going to be fun to watch in general. Um, But we've been saying that for a few years now, and 
the narrative needs to change just a touch. <laughs> and that's where some of that stuff with the aforementioned Montoyoisms and whatnot have come into play. But collectively, guys, we are now six and nine for the season. There's been a few guys that have stood out that I'd like to talk about. And obviously, we've already talked about Anthony, but I think we're going to talk a little bit more. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but him, Jordan Romano, Anthony Bass have formed, and Ryan Barucki have formed what is a really respectable bullpen for most major league teams, regardless of the fact that our roster is a little exploded right now with extra players. Guys, if you were going to be, you know, putting a team together right now and you actually had to have a 25-man roster, I would assume all four of those guys are easily in your list and probably your go-to leverage guys. Bobby, I'll let you start. Uh, yeah, uh, don't don't sleep on Ken Giles. I know we got hurt, but uh, if, he, if he comes <laughs> back, guys, he's a beast. Come on. He would Lots definitely be in there, too. Uh, and then you have some awesome guys at the, for the end of the game. Uh, and like, like we said, uh, it's good to have Anthony – be a starter or come in as an opener uh, to eat up beginnings. So uh, like, I don't really mind him anywhere starting or relieving, but the end of the game is where I'm pretty confident if you got Barucki for the seventh, Romano for the eighth, Giles for the ninth, Bess for the ninth. I mean, come on. those are uh, That's a good bullpen right there. And uh, for pitching-wise, pitching yeah, they're definitely on uh, any major league bowl team for sure. Adam? You know, one of the positions or one of the areas that we were concerned in heading into the the season, besides outfield, was the bullpen, and they have surprised me a lot. And I and I am really happy with the production, um, especially from Barucky. Barucky looks confident out there. There's something, yeah, dude. There's something that flipped in him. I don't know if it's the pressure being off of him, not being a starting pitcher. Maybe this is where he's gonna thrive, kind of like a Brett Cecil kind of thing. Let it go. Let him go, man. Let, just let him start. You know, tossing heat, I love it. Um, I I think the bullpen is solid with with those guys that you mentioned, and I think, you know, if that is the stable core of it, and the Blue Jays can produce runs, this this team could be, I don't want to say dangerous, but it could make some noise. Just, they have to do it soon, but I I am happy that the bullpen has been figured out, for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah, aforementioned, this was allegedly one of the weak spots, and that's why they went out and got guys like the lease and Bass and company mm. to actually run with us. But the resurgence of what we were expecting from Jordan Romano and Ryan Baraki has been a big, big, big piece of it. Brendan, your turn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sold on Jordan Romano as a closer for next year. I mean, if Ken Giles isn't re-signed, I mean, the kid's shown me enough already. And I know, Adam, you were claiming Thomas Pannone from Rhode Island, and Bobby, you claimed Frank Catalanato, and you can claim your brother. <laughs> but I'm, I'm claiming Jordan Romano because he's from, he's from just down the road of where I grew up, up here in Toronto. He grew up in there Markham, uh, and I can drive to Markham in like 10 minutes. I know what high school he went to. So uh, I'll claim Jordan Romano, and <laughs> no, he's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, long gone are the days of a starter for him. And Adam is starting to agree with, you know, I know Ryan Baraki still wants to be a starter, and I still think we will see him back in the rotation at some point. But, man, that's a damn good fallback option yeah. for him if the rotation <laughs> doesn't pan out. Like, he's already had an issue of uh, a history of arm issues, too. So when you bring that into consideration with the velocity uptick and everything, like in the battle for who could be the lefty spot, right now Anthony Kay and Ryan Baraki are going neck and neck. But 
with the history of our mysteries for Ryan Baraki. I lean, I lean Anthony. I really do in terms of the first lefty that should go into the rotation. But yes. for this year, in a weird year, um, keep it the way it is. And Thomas Hatch, I know we really haven't mentioned him much, uh, and he did give up the lead the other night, but he's been equally as impressive. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Hatch opens up as the fifth starter next year. You know who's really missing out and being injured right now is Trent Thornton. Trent Thornton is quickly going to be losing his spot in the rotation. He will get it probably when he comes back now yeah. that Anderson's here. But all these other guys have way better stuff than Trent Thornton does. And Thornton, I would think, fits pretty well in the bullpen. We saw that last year when he came in uh, after the opener. He pitches well one or two times through the order, and that's about it. So Thornton's a big loser uh, right now with, uh, with all these guys pitching so well. Yeah, the, le- the ground is leveling with a lot of these guys that were coming up from Buffalo this year. And uh, it would not be shocking to me that there is a heck of a, you know, Mad Max, like Thunderdome kind of thing going on with how they fight out for the last spots in this uh, <laughs> rotation. But, guys, this is a problem the Blue Jays, I don't even think I can say in Blue Jay history, really ever had as far as young yeah. arms goes. Yeah. Um, we're... Looking at what we have on paper, we're long gone from the Josh Towers days or the Miguel oh. Bautistas or <laughs> all these kind of guys that were just, oh, don't worry. They're going to be good, but they really weren't. Right. <laughs> so this is now having, you know, not just the Roy Halladay, A.J. Burnett, Ted Lilly combination. This is having a steady one through five and having even probably a couple of extra pieces in case somebody does have an injury like how Ken Giles has gotten hurt and whatnot to be able to piece in, even in a bullpen situation. How are we not having good starting pitching for a 60-game season if we can just keep doing this all day and keep interchanging the pieces and whoever's going with a hot hand? I thought it was interesting, Brendan, that you brought up the Trent Thornton thing. Honestly, right now, if I'm Tanner Roark or Chase Anderson, I'm shitting my britches, man. I can't say it any different (laughs) because I would think that they're going to want to go with their young guy that they have under control to see what he has more than keeping around the guy that was meant to be a holdover to begin with. Chase Anderson might be a little bit ahead of Roark, but Roark has been a wild card and he was here to eat up innings. If somebody else is eating up more efficient innings, I think they're going to take his spot. Bobby. Uh, Yeah. So I talked to my brother about this, you know, obviously pretty much (laughs) every day we talk about the, uh, the rotation, the bullpen, everything. And, uh, Guys are fueling off each other. It's they know that if they don't do well, there's gonna be someone steps up <laughs> right right away. You saw it happen this year with a couple of the guys. One bad outing, uh, now you lost your spot until you know something else happens. Uh, but they signed a lot of guys, veteran guys. I think with the purpose of filling uh, the rotation this year, and uh, like you said, eating up innings, letting the young guys. Uh, do their thing, prove themselves, and, you know, go. it happens with every team. The uh, the younger guys, there's always going to be young guys that get moved up ahead of you eventually. So it, it's happening here, and uh, it's, it's pretty exciting to see them all feeding off each other and uh, absolutely crushing it for sure. Yeah, this is the interesting part about the Blue Jays organization as far well, for somebody like me that's been watching this team grow from 2015 on because I was the minor league writer for Jays Journal for so long. Guys, this is the process coming into full form here and the fact that the pipe is full of these young players way past even what we're seeing right now. It's all the way still what would be playing in Lansing, Vancouver level at this point, that it is insanely deep. It's only going to get more crazy 
<laughs> to the point where this is going to get more and more talent in it. And if we're seeing this in a 60-game season where people like Jordan Romano are all of a sudden jumping to setup role, it's kind of crazy to see that's happening already. Mm-hmm. And it only could mean good things. Adam, you want to jump in? No, I agree. We, we've talked about this for years, about how the Blue Jays are forming, their front office, I should say, are forming a nice assembly line of players just in case anything happens. If a player doesn't pan out or if there's a trade made, they can just have someone ready to fill in that position on a dime. Um, they might not come out guns blazing. Um, it might take some growing pains. Hopefully uh, we've seen the worst of Nate Pearson, and I, and I hope that's true because that dude is just lights out. But it's just that kind of mentality. They're, they are feeding off each other. You can tell. This, this is a very, very tight group, and it's a collective tight group, and that's what I like to see. It's not like clicky. Right, and I don't want to disrespect the 2015-16 teams, but you can tell that they had pockets of their own clicks in the locker room. Maybe it worked for them. Oh, I yeah. don't know, but you can just tell that it was sort of separated. Whereas this team, they grew up together, they thrived together, they developed together, and you want to see that. You want to see that family kind of atmosphere. Um, and seeing it play out in fruition and seeing them play as a unit, uh, it gives me confidence, and it, I, you have to admire the front offices, their confidence in them and their unwillingness to break that, right? Uh, you you see these, you know, embarrassment of riches and other teams, and they're like, oh, just trade them, just trade them, get value, trade. This front office refuses to do that, and some people may not like that. I love it. I love the continuity. I love the collective and the cohesion. Uh, you just can't ask for for more. So when it comes to what we're seeing develop, it's I think it's special. Yeah, and just to speak the other end of that thing, the whole, like, let's just trade all the assets and the embarrassment of riches. My Buffalo Sabres have suck. Just yeah. Suck. <laughs> and they've had how many good player, or players come through that organization in the last 10 years? Can't even put two wins together. Yeah. So they're already <laughs> leaps and bounds above that. So, Brendan, but the other thing that Adam started alluding to here, this team has won a ton together. They were the Florida State co-champions in 2016. They won the Eastern Championship in New Hampshire in 2017. I might be one year off, <laughs> but regardless, they uh, have the, the, these guys, same guys, Vlad, Bo, and company, Biggio, all winning together. This chemistry, this core is ready to go. You got to think that they're very, very hungry. And with people joining the fold like Anthony and Ryan Barucki and everybody, this has got to be just torture to them not winning and being only six and nine right now when they feel like they are a better team do you see that being part of the motivation as this team chemistry goes on oh definitely and i saw a stat today i forget who tweeted it uh, i think five of the nine losses have been on the opposing team's last at bat mm-hmm. uh so that's, that's really rough. how close they've been yeah it's extremely rough where you just take away one of those losses and turn it into a win they're 500 maybe a game above 500 so you know, despite them not scoring very many runs, it, again, it comes back to the pitching. It's just been so damn good. And when you have pitching that's been as good as this team, if you do start getting some offense, that's recipe to go on a winning streak of like six, seven, eight games in a row, which will get you right back into it. And all I'm going to say is that the fucking Orioles are in the playoffs as of right now. There's zero reason, there's zero reason why the Toronto Blue Jays could not that. be either, right? <laughs> like, come on. What? The Orioles. Luckily, we get to play them soon so we can make up the ground of them. But come on. Like, if the Orioles are in it, the Blue Jays should be 
Yes. Dwight Smith Jr. is only going to carry that team so far. (laughs) (laughs) So, fellas, I think that pretty much wraps up the entirety of our show. Go around the table here like we usually do. And if you have anything you want to vent or get off your chest, this would be your time. We'll start with our guest, Mr. Bobby K. BK Zone. Is there anything you would like to discuss as we close shop up here for the week? Uh, no, guys, I really appreciate you having me. I love being on here. You guys are awesome. You're funny, and uh, I had a good time. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure having you, and uh, we're going to make sure our ketchup chips hook up up here. Yeah, give yeah, me some absolutely. chips, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'll send some down. I've already done it for Adam. Uh, <laughs> I will have 100% send some down. <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Thank you. Thank you. He <laughs> trades for White Claw that in the flavor he can't get in Canada. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only got three flavors here. So. All right. That's a deal. So, Brendan, on that note, is there anything you would like to vent about to uh, end the show here? I think I've done my venting on now bad Ian yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm fine now. I kind of got it off my chest. Uh, but no, I mean, I think this should get this episode should get Blue Jays fans excited just how much we've talked about the pitching and how good it is. Um, and next year, that AAA rotation is still not going to look so bad. So there's more arms coming. Uh, Eric Cardinio will be back. Cardinio will be the headliner. <laughs> so. Okay. No, so I maybe we should have titled this um, show from the high, the lowest of lows to the highest of highs because we literally <laughs> have done a complete uh, reversal of turning the frown upside down here from uh, right. going from our terrible fundamentals at the top of the show to what could be coming. And I think we did a good job. And I think Adam is going to at least spike the football, I think. <laughs> we get to keep a certain manager for the Bills for another five years before we... Uh... Oh, dude! <laughs> right, yeah. First of all, congratulations to you, Brendan, about George Kittle. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats for the jersey, but it's a Blue Jays podcast. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I feel you, dude. He 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 deserves that. And Bills fan, Craig. Uh, Bob, you're not a Bills fan, are you? You're from New York, right? Giants. Oh, Giants. Giants. Oh, so he, right. he's he at least understands our pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been bad. <laughs> well, hey, I, I hate the Patriots, so thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you times two. Um, but yeah. I, McDermott, man, I love that. I love that signing. Trust the process and not the Phillies. I mean, not the 76ers, the Bills. Trust yeah. the process, Bills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I just do want to close with this. Uh, I don't hate Montoyo. I, I, want, I hope that's clear. I just, <laughs> just get clear frustrated. I just get frustrated by the decisions he makes. And I granted, he'll make way better decisions than I can. I would never do well or thrive in that position. Um, but otherwise, man, I, I, I think this team is heading in the right direction. Thank God we have the <laughs> Orioles coming up after Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I like what I'm seeing. So hopefully they can ride the momentum with this offense. They can collect a couple more wins, get ahead of the Orioles. And hey, look, Red Sox are in last place. Okay, they could be worse. Okay, in my mind. Let's go. Let's go. How ironic would be if they finished below the Orioles this year after how bad every baseball outlet has been ribbing the Baltimore Orioles? Yeah. That would be one of those defined irony moments. And you thought they fired a lot of people last offseason. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going to say Alex Cora can't save that even. No. No amount of cheating. (laughs) 
So, but anyway, fellas, it has been a wonderful evening of tra- talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball. Bobby, thank you very much for having coming on and joining our little barroom chat here. It's been a fun time. And I guess, guys, we'll finish this like we usually do with a let's go Blue Jays. Let's go Blue Jays. Let's go Blue Jays, baby. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save. 